So we spoke last time about how Hashem's Mishpat is all encompassing. And the Mishnah Shaman says, Double Pashat. Is that Double Pashat or Mavara? Kinei Kelemis Hashem. Hashem is a Kelemis. And if that's the case, so Hashem is to be fair and have an equal standard of justice for everybody. To disregard anything that a person does isn't real mishpat. And therefore everything has to be taken with equal severity and equal exactitude. Okay. Every person is judged by Tachna Dictor, and that's the point we learned last week that the Messiah is trying to bring out. Hashem doesn't judge Tadikim with a different lens. Hashem judges Tadikim exactly the way he judges everybody. It's just a question of how much he has, harshly they get punished, that's a different Hashem. But the, the accuracy and the exactitude of the Mishmar is exactly the same. Tachna Dictor. So that uh, makes it sound very severe. The din is absolute, the din is exacting, there's no, there's no loopholes, so to speak, in the fact that Hashem judges. And if that's the case, so if everyone's judged to that standard, so you ask the obvious question, so then, when does Ma'arachim come into the picture? Justice is justice, din is din. And if Hashem is not prepared to relax the din, so then where's the Malkah for Rachim? Which means, people obviously thought that Mirasarachim means that Hashem judges them more leniently. Hashem is prepared to overlook some things, Hashem doesn't take everything into account, whatever it's going to be, and that's what people misunderstood. Rachamim to mean, in which case we understand, Din is Hashem is exacting, and Rachamim is Hashem is more forgiving. And if you're going to explain that, no, the Din is absolute and applies to everybody, then we have to understand, then what's Rachamim mean? Hatshiva, Vada Miras Rachamim Kiyomishlaira. Of course, Miras Rachamim is willing, allows the world to exist. Because Shalaiha Yaimin Zilasikla. Because without Rachamim, the world wouldn't exist. If Hashem would act or be Din, then, like the Gemara, the Chazal, which Rashi brings, says, The world couldn't continue. But, how can it be that on one hand it's Rachmim, but at the same time, and it doesn't minimize the perfection of the Din. We're going to see three things which should have happened. Number one, The first point is that the Din requires that a person gets punished instantly. The person gets punished instantly. As soon as he does the Haver, on the Sfash get punished. The way that a person is treated is with anger. Why? And number three, there's no way to fix up what a person's done wrong. So the three points which are P, uh, the standards of Din by itself should all take place. And let's understand these three points because they're all important to talk about. The first one is the Din should be immediate. The din should be immediate. The second one is that the Din should be B'charoi 
Immediate. It should be Vahirina. And the third point is that it should be impossible to change. Now, why are all of these things requirements of the day? Okay, so let's talk about them one at a time. The fact that the din is not immediate is something which causes, is the biggest cause of people not taking the din seriously. Because like the Pasuk says, You see Rishayim do things wrong and they get away with it. And therefore the very fact that the din isn't immediate is what causes people to doubt either the severity of the din or that there is a din. Because the proof they're going to bring, as you see, people die there, is nothing happens to them. And if, therefore, if you want to enforce the rule of law, the way to do it is when someone does something wrong, immediately you, you, take, effect, you, you take action. And then people see, criminals don't get away with it. They pay for the crime on the spot. And if that's the case, you've made a year of shemaim. You've made a certain fear of the din. But if the din isn't immediate, so then what people see is that a person did something wrong, and nothing happened to them. And if that's the case, it minimizes the the of din. It minimizes the effect of the, 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 the din has, which is to make people aware of the severity of what they're doing, because they don't understand. And it's a point I want to explain, because it's something one often hears. And that is, people see suffering in the world. There's lots of suffering in the world. People don't see punishment. What I mean by that is like this. Being as a Kodesh Baruch doesn't punish right away. So that's why, unfortunately, so many people go around with the notion either that Hashem is not going to punish them, or Hashem doesn't really punish everybody, or we can get away with a lot of stuff, whatever it's going to be. Because I don't see punishment. And if you're going to ask, you don't see suffering. You don't see people who are in pain. You don't see people who have sorrows. You don't see people who are ill. You don't see people who die young. Whatever, have family issues. Whatever it's going to be. Of course, there's a tremendous amount of suffering in the world. But people don't see them as punishment. They don't see the person is suffering now because they did something wrong. That's why they suffer. They don't connect it to Why? Because it could be years past in between. It could be one doesn't know the first half of the story. It could be the person himself who's suffering doesn't realize what it's coming from. And therefore, yes, people see suffering and that makes a second question. In other words, the people who go around, the world with two, go around in this world with two questions. Number one, we don't see Rishon get punished for what they do wrong. Number two, why are Sadiqim suffering so much? And the truth is that it's not too cautious. It's all a mistake. The Gemara says that any Sarimbrayavi. Now, we're not coming to say that everybody suffering is a Russian. That's not our place. But the principle is any Sarimbrayavi. So, what the oven is and Hashem is using this as a, as, as a way to, so to speak, chaper uh, that oven, it will be different from person to person. And the scale will be different, and the way Hashem brings it about will be different. What is Yisurim Shal Ahavada? Oh, different concept. Please tell But uh, <coughs> the concept is, Yisurim is punishment. And again, we're not going to look at a person as Yisurim and add insult to injury and say, you must be a Russia. But the principle is true. Well, that there's no such thing as Yisurim without Oynish. And if a person wants to say, how come it's not Oynish? Why don't you see Hashem punishes? Look around the world. You see a lot of fun. But you, what people call suffering, what people call sorrows, what people call pain, just translate that into punishment. For sin. Uh, for whatever sin is going to be. For them, for somebody else, for a different Gilgul, for Kai's we can We don't have to make the person to a Russian. But you certainly come from punishment. And again, it's a Gemara. And you certainly And if that's the case, 
if that's the case, if a person would see that immediately, if a person would, would see that the person does something wrong, and on the spot he gets punished, like it was in the time of the Nabi. The guy saw in the midbar, and they did something wrong, and on the spot the punishment came, so no one doubted the Midas of it. But because now we don't see that immediate effect, so it's not our PD. It's because the din would be, if someone does something wrong, punish him on the spot. That way you're creating a sense of feeling that there's a din in the world. But the fact that Hashem doesn't do that is not serving the interests of din. That's already the first level which talks about Abrahamim. The first level he talks about Abrahamim is that Akkadish Prophet doesn't punish right away. That's the first point. The second point, and that is that the Alpi Din, the Oynish should be the Kharoinov. Kharoinov means Shemamri Piyabur is Bar Ashmai. Now, what he means by this is a, a scary point to think about. And that is, there's two ways you can look at a crime. The one is, you can look at the crime in terms of the person who committed the crime. And the second one is, you can look at a crime in terms of the person or the entity against whom the crime was committed. And there's two ways to look at it. In other words, you could look at something and say, look, this person did something wrong. No, he doesn't know so much, that's intelligence. He doesn't really understand what he's doing. Okay, yeah, he's, he's a fool. That's one way to look at it. Or you can look at it from the other way around. And that is, you have to look at it in respect of who the crime was committed against. And if that's the case, the more you're going to see the greatness of the person against whom the crime was committed, the more it magnifies the extent of the crime. Because... What, if you could be chaytin to such a person, to such an end, such, in such, such, on such a high level, it makes it worse. In other words, you could look, again, what might for somebody else not be such a crime, but because of the stature of the person against whom the crime was committed, it makes it worse. So, for example, it's not the right thing uh, to yell at somebody in the street. You understand? And even if it's one kid yelling at his friend, it's not the right thing. What about his father and his kid? Uh, it's not a right thing for, father, for kid to yell his father in the street either. Uh, it makes it worse. But if it's going to be the God Lador, and some random kid goes up and yells at him in the street, it makes it much worse. Why? It's the same kid. If you think the kid's a fool, he doesn't know what the right thing to do is. There's no derech hurt. So man of community notes too. And then looking at the kid's point of view, maybe you're right. But if you look at it from the second point of view, is who did he insult? Or who did the crime committed against? So then the more chashev, the so to speak, the person the crime was committed against, the more it magnifies the extent of the crime. And that's the same you said over here. And that is Alpiya Din. Let's not look at the person who did the crime. But you are Mamri Pi Melech Machem Lech Makadish Barofa. You know how that is? That's what brings Haran It's not the word that, Peter, why did this person do what he did wrong? In his circumstances, he's having a bad day, he's having a hard life, anyway, he's depressed, and he's, on, he's, not such a, uh, you know, he's not such a strong personality. Yes, all those allowances are if you're going to look at it from the point of view of the person who did the crime. But if you're going to look at it from the person who the crime was committed against, if that's okay, it's, it's incredibly severe. You're talking about HaKadosh Baruch And someone dare do something against Hashem, that, that makes it ultimate severity. And we find this, you said, in Dinah ibn Adam also. When it comes to Dinah being married to Malchus, the person who insults the king is five years. And now do you make, this one second, but what, what mental state was he in right now? And what is he thinking? And maybe there are allowances for it. We don't have to do that. If the din is murder, malchus is chayav mesa. So we don't try to look for allowances for why the person would have done it. It doesn't make a difference. He's chayav mesa. Because he's being murdered against the king. We look at the chashivas of the person that, uh, who was 
insulted, the person who was disobeyed, the person who was the recipient of the crime, so to speak, and the fee his chashivas, that makes the much bigger crime. And therefore, Pia Din, the minister could go the same way. The minister could go the same way. Look at it from the perspective of it being married against Hashem. And that makes things much more severe. And therefore, they will bring Kharanaf. Kharanaf means destruction, like we said lots of times. There's no room to, Pia Din, there's no room to miss of why the person did it wrong. What's the difference? He's being married against Hashem. His chashvah with the person isn't then. His chashvah with the person is, why did he do it? And in what situation was he? That's a different gadget. That's already a gadget of Rachel. Are we going to see? When it comes to Kavya Kodesh Baruch that is the ultimate severity. This is still the din aspect. <coughs> the third point is, the one which is, he says that the fishers said din, there isn't a mockum to, to change anything. Because Be'emis, that makes sense. Like he's going to explain himself this one. How's a person going to fix the mistake which has already happened? If a person's committed a serious error, he's going to bring the person back to life. He can't. And if it's a child of a rice, you made a lady also to her husband. She's also, that's it, she's destroyed their, way, their marriage. What are you going to do about it? it Can you undo what's done? There's no way to undo what's done. And if that's the case, the same by every other. What's done has been done. How are you going to undo it? What's the mockum to undo an act? Understand that here we see the effect right in front of your face. If someone gets killed, he's dead. You're going to do about it. But in every other, there is an effect which is un, which in shouldn't be something you can undo. What's been done has been done. So how does a person retract what's been done? How does a person undo a mason? So appear then, there shouldn't be an option to change anything. Now, in these three areas, again, the speed with which it punishes, the severity with which it punishes, and the fact that what a person's done is unchangeable, are all facets of absolute din, and on those, in these three areas, is a makkah for Rachman. That's what he's going to explain to us. On the Midas Rachman, the Midas Rachman provides the possibility of a change in the policy of how Hashem runs the world, which will change these three things. And what are they? Dainu, number one. Number one, that Hashem will give a person time. The punishment isn't immediate. Number two, and number two, that the Oynish isn't going to be with ultimate severity to, because it's not against Hashem. And number three, Hashem will allow people to do children. Now you need to understand something. The Messiah Shari makes into three separate stages, but if you think about it for a moment, you'll see that they're all dependent on each other. Because it all depends on the third stage. And that was, if it wasn't possible to do tshuva, then there's no reason not to punish right away. What are you waiting for? So that's the case. Rather punish on the spot and make it clear that there's dead in the world. If there would be no way to undo the, what a person's done, so you're just waiting to be punished. So punish him now. At least it should be clear that there's dead. And the same thing. Punish with the full severity that people see what the dead means. It's only because of the third one which means that there is a way of undoing something, so now there's a reason to move out on the first two. Now there's a reason to move out on the first two, because now that there's a way to work on undoing what's being done, now that there is a way, what we call tshiva, 
And there is a way to fix up the mistakes that a person's made. That if that's the case, now there's an argument to be made not to punish right away. Because once there's an option of chuvah, so that if you give a person a chance, it's more likely all the chuvah. And it's standing on the second point. If you're going to punish a person with full severity, so then he's going to get destroyed. But giving, because that you're allowing the possibility of chuvah, means that there's, there's an argument to be made for don't punish so severely. Because on the contrary, it, a punishment which is less severe will inspire him to change. A punishment which is going to destroy him is not going to inspire him to change, he's destroyed. And therefore, that itself brings the cheshman of, rather than punishing him as much as he deserves, because his man will Hashem, punish him to a lower level, which might bring him to chuvah. Right, and Hashem wants a shuvah b'nei adam. And that's Hashem's prepared to wait for that. And therefore, the ikka point of Rachamim is true. The, all these factors revolve around the fact that there's a possibility of chuvah. Because once there's a possibility of chuvah, so then there's a good reason to be better on, the, on what the, the dictates of the day. That's the biggest thing you have to understand. And now you have to understand that chuvah works. How does chuvah work? In other words, yes, the logic is chuvah shouldn't work. How do you undo an action? How do you undo the effect which is something which is you can't replace? You can't re- re- rewind and, start and change what's being done. So where's the Ramakam Bikhtal for Chuvah to work? So on this he says, How does it work? Not that you can change the Maisin, but Hashem is prepared to consider the person's change of Ratsin, the person's change of intention, as if he changed, he ended the Maisin. He didn't, but it's as if he did. He has to explain how that works. So he will. When the person realizes what he's done wrong, he admits he's done wrong. Like we saw, Vidu is the integral part of Chava. He realizes how bad it was. And now he regrets ever having done it. But there's a big humor in the Messiah's concept of Chava. And then it has to be Charata Gemara Meikara. It has to be, I wish I never would have done it. Chuba can't, isn't, he's not, not going to be a Venyana. says Charata now is enough also. Venyana, Charata is, I don't want to get punished. So it's not like really I have Charata that I wish I never did in the first place, but now I feel very bad. This is the Dome of the Ish, Achel Vashois of Yadesh, Achel Vashois, Achel Vashois, Yagris, Shafet, Bukhot, Shino. He knows that he enjoyed the meal and he had, he had a good time. But now he's going to have to stand up for it. Now he feels he's worried. Now he's sad because he doesn't want to get punished. According to Benyan, it's already Kharata. The Mitzvah is much more Mahmoud. He says that Kharata has to be that his Mitzvah may be Kharata. I wish I never did it. Kharata is a letter, Mamish, Mishnah, and Megamri. I wish this never would have happened. In other words, according to Mitzvah, that a person says, yeah, and I, I, I do read that, I'm sorry about it. Now, from now on, I won't do it again. It's not good enough. It has to be a charata, which is, I wish I never would have done it. Just like a charata of a neder, which also uses Lashon charata. You can't say, until now I was fine with a neder, right now it doesn't suit me anymore, so I want to change. It's not a charata. A charata has to be, I wish I would have ever made the neder. I regret the whole thing from the beginning. That I was a mistake in the first place to ever make the neder. And therefore, Kharata works in the same way. That I want to undo originally what the, the, the intention I originally had. I wish I would, this thing would never have happened. 
Then, when you have all these factors, that from now, because he's mitzvah so much about what happened, you'll never do it again. And that's the history of the Mitzvah's approach to Chuvah. Charot is the same thing as Charot of a neder. A person made a neder. The neder was binding. You can't come and say, I don't want to keep a neder anymore. You, what does that mean? Your neder is binding. You're mechuyuf. The only way out of a neder is to explain, Lechat Chirud, this was a mistake. I'm sorry I haven't made a neder. It was based on the wrong premise. It was based on an idea, whatever it's going to be. And Lechat Chirud, we never wanted to do this. Then, if we're going to make for a ne- matter a nether, then maybe Karo we can say that what the person really now understood was that he should never made this nether in the first place. And then there's a lot of matter a nether. He says all Chuva works in the same Arach. All Chuva works with the same system. Chuva comes from the point of that I Karo. What I did wrong, I now realize the Chatkhila was a mistake. And I'm sorry I ever did it. Halabai, I could re- re- replay the scene. I would never have ever done it in the first place. But the Chuva la Akhar Maisa. That is, I had a good time, but now I'm, I'm sorry, I, won't, I, don't want, I don't want to get punished. It doesn't work, it's not even Chuvah going there. Chuvah has to be backwards. And how does Chuvah work? How does Chuvah work is that the Akiris Hayratzen that I have now from then is like an Akiris Hayratzen. And this is a tremendous Chiddush also. It's a tremendous Chiddush. What does it mean? What does it mean? I now wish it never would have happened, so how does that detach me from it? So I feel bad about it. Even my car, I feel bad about it. But how does that undo the mess? How does that undo the mess? <laughs> so over here, let's go back to the Dorim. Let's look at an interesting thing. The concept of a Taurus Dorim is based on the fact that a person says that if I would have been known where I know now, or if I would have been in the position I am now, I would have never made a minute. And therefore, it's put into the category of Risseha Adam Bishma. And that is that a person has to be. Uh, when a person makes a sure, it has to be with his das, or with his, his rotten of what he wants to do. And now, if you, if you can get to a stage where he says, well, yeah, at the time, maybe I had the rotten for this, but knowing what I know now, or realizing what I realize now, I, I really never, I would never have done that. And we say that, based on the Adam who's there now, so then, in this position, he would have never done that. If that's the case, it can't be now. And if that's the case, we can't invite it in the middle, we can't invite it in the middle, so you have to say that the Chathil was never Chal. That's the numbers of Atoris Nadar. And there's again, another person now regrets the Nadar, but the person who he is now regrets ever having made the Nadar Meikar. Then there's a Makkah to Yemaikar. And it's the same thing over here. If the person who he is now would ne- regrets ever having done what he did before, and the person who he is now would never have done that, so now then now that action is no longer shy for the person of them. The person now we should know that, so therefore we can say that clap what he is now, that 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 action isn't a shayakin. He's talking about the Chuvah here, and he says that the din is as nice as Kishwagas. Again, <coughs> we can't undo the action. We can take the rotten out of the action. <coughs> and in fact, that right now is the matter where he has the rotten not to have done that, so we'll take the rotten out of the mice and then too. Which means we have to do an action without a rotten. That's a shkaga. So what he's talking about now is the way Chiva works on the level that the Chiva will work to downgrade the severity of what he did. But then again, even for that, it needs to be a Kharata that the, the Ratsan I have now is that I would never have done it. And therefore, in the circumstances that I'm in now, 
So then in Mimele, that this Maisa would, would, I wouldn't have wanted to do what I did then. And therefore the Maisa might be a Maisa. But at least it's called the Shaykh. It's something a person did without the Ratsan because he's taken the Ratsan out of it. That's our first step. We're not finished yet. We'd love to go back and explain how this works with Rachel, which will be next. <laughs>